Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph Trey Basham, MD. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Bernard. And Catherine's not here yet, but I assume she will be, but I might be wrong. What do I know? <laughs> you never know with that you one. You never know with that one. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Walls Automotive Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Montana. Yep, I'm going to have to call my daughter a bigot and a racist because of the band she followed when she was a little girl. Handsome? You knew it. Yeah. Why are they bigots and racists? What they do now? They're oh, very Christian. I haven't heard I think. anything now. Or is that the Jonas Brothers? That's the Jonas Brothers. Oh. That's. I was too old for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> the Jonas came. Brothers was like Hanson it's of like, the same thing. like yeah. 10 years ago. Yes. Those familiar with the music of Hanson might fall into three groups. People who remember Mbop from the mm-hmm. 1990s and figure the trio of brothers Zach Isaac and Taylor Hanson were a one-hit wonder. More casual fans might know they've stayed together as a group, but mostly under the radar on the indie circuit thanks to innovative touring and marketing. <laughs> they've stayed together as a group? They're brothers. Yeah, really. <laughs> exactly. exactly. They've stayed together as a family, I guess. It's... And then there are the diehards, the Fansons. Get if you're a fan of the Hanson, you're oh a Fanson. Oh, my God, I love that. I thought that was a fan of Rick Branson. All right, that's Bronson. Bronson. Those are Fonsons. That's, those are Fonsons. Those are Fonsons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Fonson. Uh, who continue to closely follow the band, writes Ashley Spencer advice. The brothers are in their 30s now and parents with 14 kids among them. Jeez. That's all wow. most of the Fonsons witnessed the branded baby bibs and the literal cookie cookie cutters on the Hanson website. It's a cookie cookie. What's a cookie cookie cutter? Is it a cookie cutter shaped like a cookie? A shaped like a cookie? <laughs> yeah. But Spencer's story is not a feel-good story of fan loyalty, just the opposite. She writes that Fansons are walking away f- for good over allegations of bigotry on the part of the band. First came the brothers' slow response to George Floyd's death and the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, it's propaganda. 
Then a since-deleted Pinterest account belonging to Zach surfaced featuring racist, transphobic, homophobic, and sexist memes. He tells Vice the page provided a distorted view of the issues surrounded race and social justice, which do not reflect my personal beliefs. And apologize, that might not cut it, though. They always presented themselves as supportive of people who are outsiders and who are marginalized in any way, said the 35-year-old. Oh, God, they just can't stop with this, can they? Says a 35-year-old white fan in Utah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, propaganda. I, I, just, you can't t- I can't take it anymore. It's never been a good idea to go after a person for the color of their skin, but apparently it's okay now if it's white people. That's right. Look at that. I just right. don't get it. Here comes Fanson, Fanson <laughs> Catherine. Oh, she's a Fonson. She yeah, she's a Fonson. She's a fan of fan of Fon. Are you a fan of Lo? <laughs> we found out that the that Hanson, Mbop Hanson, they're racist and bigoted and horrible. Oh, are they? Yep. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Yes. I was trying to find out yes, what a cookie do. cookie cutter is. A cookie. I know. Co- what's a cookie what? cookie cutter? I'm trying to find. It's oh, a think... literal a literal cookie cookie cutter. Well, but wouldn't you just call that a cookie cutter? That's what I would call it, cookie cutter. That's exactly right. Hmm. Uh, so Hanson Gate, as it's called, that's no, Hanson Gate. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm okay if they have a different views on taxes or guns, but I can't support bigotry. The Hanson Gate controversy is now being tracked on Reddit threads, including this one. It is not clear whether all this will do any real damage, though Spencer notes that a niche band can ill afford to lose anyone. Boy, they cannot wait to destroy people's lives now, no, can they? Can't. No, well, again. if Reddit says so, then it's mm-hmm. got to be true. Yeah, well, exactly. So what, is, what does he mean... Zach tells Vice the page provided a distorted view of the issues surrounding race and social justice, which do not reflect my personal beliefs. What does he mean by that? It's just PR boilerplate, as lawyers told him to say. Yeah. Well, what would be the racist, transphobic, homophobic, and sexist memes? That yeah, he the put fact up? that they don't supply them makes me wonder if they exist at all. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the whole well, thing. Well, now they're saying if you're not actively yeah. denouncing. Mm-hmm white supremacy and you're not actively supporting BLM, then that's your problem. Or you're a racist. You don't have a picture of Mao in your house. Are you really loyal to the party? Yeah, exactly. So I have to adore them. Otherwise, I'm a horrible person. I'm caught up on the 13 children thing. Yeah, that's, I didn't know they had 14 children. So the middle brother has six kids. Oh, God. The youngest has four and the oldest has three. Uh, And what did Groucho Marx say? Yeah, really. Uh, I love my cigar, but I take it out of my mouth. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Said it to a woman on his television show. <laughs> well, they're apparently, there are seven, like, Hanson brothers have yeah. four other siblings. I think. Oh, oh, they do? Wow. Oh, it says, though he's the middle child of the brothers who are the oldest of seven children. Huh? What? Just, what? Are, so, yeah, Just the three rating. brothers are the oldest oh, of seven. seven. Yeah. But the other four no one cares about. <laughs> They're I not Hanson, so care. whatever. They're not real Hanson. I, I don't understand this either. For me to say Black Lives Matter should be as easy as saying the sky is blue because it's a fact, period. Who would argue that? A lot of people. Well, All lives matter. Black Lives Matter is, you know, kind of co-opted that slogan. Well, the Black Lives Matter organization, not the slogan. Yes. There are two different Black Lives Matter. Well, but that's the yeah. thing. It's yeah. like, you know, you should theoretically be able to go into a supermarket and yell, God is great, but uh, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> you should exactly. Because Try that's, it. Well, that's what Allahu Akbar stands for, means. Oh. So, like, like, theoretically, there's nothing wrong with declaring God's greatness just in the middle of a crowd, but yeah. you probably shouldn't because of the people who tend to do that. Right. Which is 
bigotry. I'm really glad I stopped well. by. Hello. <laughs> oh. What? How did this all become a thing? News Hansen's sure. being Hansen's being attacked. Is okay, that there, what it is? There are two women here that I want to run this joke by. Zach. So Zach Hansen had a joke. So you said you have to tell me if this is Zach. sexist or not. Zach Hansen. Zach is the middle one. Okay. No, wait. Middle Hansen. No, Zach is the youngest. Oh, he's the youngest one? Okay. It's Isaac, Taylor, and Zach. Okay. okay, so here's the joke. Which one's scary spice? It's a joke he wrote in defense of one meme that showed a man being consoled by a woman with the caption, I told her guns make me feel uncomfortable. She said we should both see other men. Uh, okay. Oh, that he should turn gay? Is that uh, yeah. the whole point? Yeah, if he doesn't like guns, he should be gay. Oh, God. That's really stupid. It's really, it's stupid. I don't know how uh, homophobic stupid. it is. It's just stupid. It's just really stupid. Well, there's been a little bit of... There, social media is just... Oh, out of their minds. Well, there's, there's uh, some movie star, singer, or somebody... Uh, Harry Styles, I think. Who is he? He's, He's a singer. singer. He was yeah, part of One Direction. Okay. He showed himself in a dress. He's on the cover of Vogue. He's the first solo male to ever be on the cover of Vogue. So? with Wearing a dress. What's wrong with that? Well, nothing's wrong with it. It's just that there's been some pushback about how, you know, some women are saying on social media that they don't like men in dresses, that they like men to be manly. And they don't they don't believe that dresses are manly. So they so now everybody's losing their minds about whether or not those are horrible people. Well, no, they are horrible people because they're not accepting the fact that if a man wants to wear a dress, then he's just as manly as a man in a suit. Well, I'm upset by it because it's an obvious PR stunt everyone fell for. Exactly. Well, here's the thing: who gives a yeah, Who cares exactly. about what you think it. about a man in a dress? Was Who he, cares? Why he, do you have to say anything about it? Was he wearing a dress or a skirt? He was wearing a dress, a full-on yeah, dress. Was, I saw the picture of it. It was a skirt, though. You never know. It's okay. a, no, it was a full, so, it was like a strapless skirt. dress. Here's what I don't understand about any of it. <laughs> you I, and me both. I, I, don't, I don't understand any of this. So if I say to you, God, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Oh, I don't like the Beatles. Oh, then you're anti-British. You know, well, that's the problem. Is that's yeah, the step? Because if I, if I'm not attracted to men wearing dresses, then that is my business. Exactly. But, but if you go posting it all over social media, you're gonna get a response to it. That's why you shouldn't go on social uh, well, media. And that's why if you're on the cover of a magazine yeah, wearing a dress, a no. you're going to get yeah. responses. If exactly. anything is ever posted on the internet, yes. there's going to be responses about exactly. how everyone feels about it. That's just. But, but how if it I goes. see a man walking down the street in in a dress, I go, oh, there's Whatever. a man in a street uh, walking down the street in a dress. Who cares? Dresses all day. So is my story about Times Square the first time I was ever in Times Square? Is that is that homophobic? Too? It shouldn't be homophobic or trans. What do, we, uh, what do they call people that dress but but aren't? Trans. Don't act on no. it. Trans- it used to be transvestite. No, cross-dressers. Cross-dressers. Yeah, no, that's what they're called. Right. Transvestites isn't okay, a thing so anymore. I'm walking through Times Square. I am 27, I think, at the time. I think it was about 27 at the time. Walking through Times Square. <laughs> Never been in the New York City before in my life. I'm kind of like looking down at the ground, and I see the, these uh, tennis shoes with real hairy legs mm-hmm. and then like a blue chiffon bottom of a dress. And I went, why is that woman, why does she have such hairy legs? I mean, if you have hairy legs, good for you. I can give a rat's ass. If I grew mine out, I'd look like that. Okay, so I look up, <laughs> I look up and it's a guy mm-hmm. wearing a woman's dress, and he has tennis shoes on, mm-hmm. and he has no arms. Mm-hmm. Well, Okay. So I thought to myself, 
I wonder if he wanted to wear the dress or was forced to wear the dress. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wearing a dress, but did somebody put the dress on him? They had to put the dress on him. How the mm-hmm. hell would he have gotten the dress on? You can shimmy into things. I guess. With no arms? Yeah, very maybe that's why, so. maybe that's why he wears dresses, because he can independently put well, it on there's, himself. There's, see, there's a possibility right there, but I was wondering yeah, pretty hard if he to zip did up it. pants. Or yeah. a t-shirt. That'd be a very hard to zip up pants. Yeah, like I have some dresses, like some loose dresses that you just have to like get your head in the hole and then it's on well, you, So basically. maybe that's what he did, but that looked pretty yeah. tight to be doing. I don't know, maybe though. <laughs> maybe. But I remember maybe. my first moment in New York City. I see a guy wearing a dress with no arms, and he's got the hairiest legs I've ever well, seen. I went, well, well, welcome to New York. And everything is about exposure. Like, if you've never been exposed to people walking around with all kinds of different, you know, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. limbs missing, yeah, dresses don't care, that whatever. don't make sense or whatever, or even ugly clothes or crazy hairstyles, you're gonna, at first you're like, what the hell is that, right? Right. Yeah, and as you get used to things, it just doesn't bother you. you anymore. It is not the usual thing for me to see a man with no arms wearing a dress. That doesn't mean I don't like it. It's just I've never seen anything like that before, yeah. so I have a reaction to exactly. it. Exactly. Well, it doesn't mean I don't like it. Well, and it's the same thing as, like, I was... Or that you hate him. Oh, like, we got we got to take a break here. Oh I want to I want to continue this in the third segment though. I have something okay. to say. All right, third segment. <laughs> you can start the third segment with that because we have a guest coming up next with the family. Tom Bernard with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. Michael, can you tell me what do you like most about your job? Well, I know we only have a minute, so the short version is how we build relationships with our customers, being able to drive around town and see all the businesses we've been able to help, and how that translates to jobs for their employees, and the impact that makes on families in our area. It's truly rewarding. I also love to see the families that started banking with us 22 years ago when their children were young. Now those kids are adults. They're banking with us too. Lastly. I'd say seeing our customers' reactions when we're able to do something unexpected for them, like deliver cash directly to them when they need it, but physically can't come to the bank. I love what I do. Did you bring some of that cash here today? (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time, because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. I'm rocking out, man. Yeah, man. What do you think of that action? 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Uma Dadu with us. Um, doctor, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Marvelous. Is your last name pronounced Naidu? Naidu. Naidu. Just That's Naidu. Right. Okay. Naidu. Uma Naidu. Dr. Uma Naidu. Uh, this is your brain on food, an indispensable guide to surprising foods that fight. Now, i got to tell you something. My wife is here, our son is here, and our daughter's here. Okay? Well. So, doctor, I want to tell you, you're talking to a guy that fights depression, anxiety, PTSD, OCD, ADHD, and more. <laughs> so I'm your, I'm your guy, Uma. <laughs> You're your... my best subject. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'm... Oh, I'm reading through your bio. I love this statement. Mm. Salami can cause depression. I knew it! <laughs> oh, boy. That's very true. All that, oh, boy. All that over-processed junk food. <clears throat> Dr. Knight, yeah, you know, this, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't want to get in your way. I know, I was just going to say, you know, it's really important if you want to know things that they, um, that lessen certain symptoms. And that's why my book has, you know, some shorter list of foods to avoid, but the foods to embrace and that you can add to your plate are, are many more, fortunately. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. Do you think, Doctor, that right now is the perfect time for your book because mm-hmm. with COVID going on and everybody sequestered and all the rest of it, they, the healthier they eat, the better it's going to be, right? It really is. This is an opportunity. You know, in early COVID, processed food sales were high. We were doing a lot of baking. There was a lot of uncertainty. But now we sort of feel like, you know, there's some hope. But also the uncertainty to some extent continues. So I think it's an opportunity really for us to reset. Uh, You know, also kind of check out our pantries and see the things that we might want to move along and replace with healthier whole food options. Um, So, yes, I, I think it's a great way to really fortify our mental health, our mental well-being, whether or not you have a diagnosis. Um, it's really an opportunity to, to, to shore up ourselves as we head into winter and as we go through this all together. So, Doctor, my wife is now staring at me and pointing at me, so I want to thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you basically survive on a diet of uh, canned cheese, chips, and Yazo bars. And That's you your candy. entire candy. He just, candy. Re- he just refilled is... the mini candy bar bag. Yes, and then he is. wonders why his anxiety levels are through the roof. Maybe it's the criticism from my wife, Doctor. You think, you think I'm trying criticism... to help you out here, Pally. <laughs> We're trying to heal you, me and the doctor, the good doctor. I think, you know, they've, they've referred uh, to comfort foods my whole life. I've heard that term comfort foods my whole life. I think that is true. There are certain foods, maybe they're from your childhood or, you know, that Sunday dinner. Italian families particularly have that, the Sunday gravy, the Sunday meal, Mm -hmm. uh, and they love that family time together. I think it is a huge part of the family tie and the foods on which you grew up. I grew up in a very poor family, so the food I eat is not real high-end good food. I'm used to eating Garbage. Well, and then you try the to give him good food, and he calls it weeds. It was like, weeds. <laughs> yeah. Doctor, they, feed, they try to feed me this this kale seaweed or whatever it is. Kale's good. Kale's good. Seaweed is delicious. Yeah. Just think of so kale as a spinach. If you like, you know, you can deal with spinach, Basically. right? I made kale enchiladas last night. Wow. Oh. delicious. <laughs> I, think you, I think you make a good point, though, because... I, I feel like, you know, we call these foods comfort foods, and they really are associated with a sense of nurturance, a sense of family, love, you know, togetherness. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, what I think we've grown to understand is that, you know, the foods we call comfort foods actually don't comfort our brain. That's, that's the point. 
about them. Right. You know, I don't demonize food and ingredients. I like people to incorporate whole healthy foods where they can. So, you know, crispy potato chips can be replaced by oven-roasted kale or spinach chips made from scratch, like two simple ingredients, literally a drizzle of the right kind of oil and even just salt, you know, and you get a crispy, crunchy snack. Um, rather than, um, you know, the, the, the sort of processed foods that we that are easy for us and are convenient foods, because those are the foods, the added sugars and other things are the foods that are actually ruining our mental health and worsening. So we may think of them as comfort. And in, the, in, the, in that moment, they may feel good because they bring back a happy memory. But it, it, it's not a type of food. It's not just Italian dinner or the sauce. It's, it's what we're putting into the food. Right. that we have to be concerned about. And it's those things that are, are not helping our mental health a lot. Well, people are doing much better. You know, I, for example, I, I cannot tell you the first time I saw a real ham in my life, but I also cannot tell you now the last time I saw a canned ham in my life. That right. When I was a kid, ham was canned. Right. It just was. That, that's the way it was. That's exactly Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They're making. They're, now they're ma- all making faces at me, Doctor. I'm crap. Ham, in the studio. I am, I, no, I'm making faces at the canned ham. It's like spam. I, I feel like you're gonna thank me again. <laughs> <laughs> I love your attitude about it. I love the fact, Doctor, that you said, "Look, I'm not telling you what to do every moment of your life, and you do this or you're gonna die or whatever. You're just talking about incorporating better foods for us, and maybe a little more as you go along. That's a great approach to take, I think." Well, thank you, because it's, it's really hard. I've, I, you know, I've been a psychiatrist for a while, and, and I feel like people don't like to be told what to do. I don't think that, you know, I, I, think, I think when I write a prescription, it's sometimes difficult for someone to feel whether I don't, you know, whether it's your primary care doctor writing for, say, your cholesterol, lowering medication, or myself writing for an antidepressant. It's a, it's a different dynamic. I think food is within our reach. We eat, we eat several meals a day, and that's within our control. And if we can start on a healthier tweak every single meal, we can get to a much better place. I think that if you, if I say to people, you know, do 10 things today and you have to have it done in the next week, it, it, it doesn't work. You know, we know that fad diets and sudden changes and excluding entire food groups, unless there's a food allergy or an intolerance, or as you will see in my book, in certain mental health symptoms, certain uh, foods worsen those, those conditions. So then you have to be careful. But if not, you know, if you could just start on a healthier path, every one of us, um, to including more more healthy whole foods with, you know, the spices that have great brain benefits and, you know, the, the leafy greens, you know, we, we, we some, some people roll their eyes at me when I say include that salad, but folate and leafy greens help the gut microbiome and the gut bacteria, but they also have nutrients in them that actually help satiety, so they reduce cravings. So having a healthy green salad alongside whatever else, even adding that to your daily routine could be super important. Once again, you brought up leafy greens, and once again, I got stared at. <laughs> I think you'd rather have a, a spinal tap than have That's a salad. That's not true at all. Well, here, Here's the thing. I don't really like salads that much. And not that I don't yeah. like salads, but mm-hmm. I would never choose does. to have a salad because I would yeah. eat the largest salad in the world and be hungrier than I was before I started it. Yeah. And so I never choose salads, but I eat a lot of leafy greens because I cook with them. Yeah. So it's like you don't just have to have a salad. Yeah, you don't have to have a salad. It's an excellent point. And a salad can be a side salad. It can be something you add on the side of your meal. I'm not suggesting you replace it with an entire meal. Some people do. 
it, it depends on their preference. They add a protein to that and fiber-rich veggies, which make it more filling and not conceived of their legumes. But, you know, um, uh, using the leafy greens in whatever form um, they remain healthy and remain, you know, remain nutritious is great. I, you know, I love uh, fried vegetables and vegetables made with leafy greens. All of those are excellent for you. I have a question. Uh, do you have? Do you know, or have you noticed any foods that seem to trigger more depression in patients than yeah, others? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you know, studies have actually shown that the added sugars in foods worsen depression. Um, added sugars worsen anxiety. Um, trans fats uh, 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 do not help our brain. Um, the nitrates actually worsen depression, so processed meats um, which might contain nitrates can actually uh, uh, worsen depression. So, you know, the, there's, there's sort of a longer list, but those are, those are ones to sort of watch, watch out for. Uh, we know that, you know, um, things like the uh, fried foods, shortening hydrogenated oils, none of those are actually good for our mood. And artificial sweeteners, can be quite harmful as well in terms of worsening symptoms of mood. Um, so, you know, the, the, it sort of all, all tied in to that. Um, and if we can start to maybe put those aside or replace those foods that they're in our diet with healthier options, you know, we can definitely help improve our mood, but then also embrace foods that are, say, rich in pre- and probiotic fiber, um, rich in, you know, omega-3 fatty acids, the types of fish that do, or plant-based sources of omega-3s are all, all good good for our, our food. I think it's wonderful. The book, This Is Your Brain on Food, an Indispensable Guide to Surprising Foods that Fight Depression, Anxiety, PTSD, OCD, ADHD, and more. Dr. Uma Naidu, N-A-I-D-O-O. Doctor, we have to have you on again. we got to talk about... Uh, well, eventually we get into psychology because, boy, I got a lot of questions about that in my personal life. You know, <laughs> she gets paid for that kind of advice. You're right. I'll have to send you a big check is what I'm going to have to do. You're I'd be happy to come back anytime. You'll have great questions, a great attitude, and, you know, it's really, it's really about the things that we can do together to help one another yes. make those healthy changes. You can't do it all at once, but even incorporating some habits and having fun with it, um, it is important, too, um, you know. Food is very joyous. It's something that we enjoy and look forward to. Well, certainly I do. I speak for myself. And, and making sure that it's, that it's still tasty, even if it's healthy, is very important to me. Okay, we're going to reach out to you, doctor. Glad to have you back, no doubt. I'm very happy to. All right, thank you very much. Have a wonderful and a happy Thanksgiving. Same to all of you. Thanks and take care. Dr. Uma Naidu, N-A-I-D-O-O, this is your brain on food. Yeah. Well, take a break and be right back. <laughs> Look at the time. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes.
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. This Doug? Yes, this. Doug, I'm very proud of you. Doug? Really? I'm Doug's Rizzle. <laughs> well, one thing, he has talent? I didn't know that. That was very good. One good thing time. we were talking about in the chat that's related to the previous guest yeah. that mm-hmm. is a oh, here we important go. Part that we didn't mention oh is that so when you ask the average person to think of Brussels sprouts, yes. oh, yum. they're going to think of soggy, wet ball of tissue oh, that was like frozen and then steamed. Yep, yeah, they're gray and they've been boiled Brussels or steamed. Sprouts. And yeah, it's Brussels. no wonder that they think that that's disgusting yes. because yes. it is. I would yeah. never eat boiled Brussels they, sprouts. They're yeah. horrible. One, uh, the most important part I would argue about eating healthy food is how you make it, not what it is. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. if you gave me Agreed. raw kale and was like, eat this, I it's w- horrible. It's or like, disgusting. Or like boiled kale or steamed kale. Or, yeah, it's horrible. It, it's just, it's gross. Kale. Sautéed. Yeah. You, you have but to sauté like, it. Brussels sprouts, you have to roast. Oh, Brussels Most vegetables, so I'd good. say you have to Stop roast. I'm talking about Brussels sprouts. I love them and I can't eat them. Well, you can eat some. You can they're eat. Nitrogen. Nitrogen. Can't eat. You yeah. can eat cooked Brussels sprouts mostly. As opposed most to, likely. Which, why would you eat a raw Brussels yeah. sprout? Because it tastes good. Because people make slaws. People make slaws out of Brussels sprouts. What you said, Andy. I will eat a boiled. Brussels sprout, and I will yeah. eat r- boiled cabbage, and I will eat all that stuff, but I'll eat it raw, too, and I'll eat it roasted. <laughs> That's right. See, bro- That's right. roasted Brussels sprouts are one of my favorite things, oh, but boiled, so I, I won't eat. It's yeah. gross. But it's, 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 well, they caramelize. It, it's That's like fine. kale. I'll eat kale raw. It's great. Eat really? it raw. Yeah, I just can't. Like oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, I have to eat, like, a mowed lawn. Like, I think <laughs> I have, I think I have the super taster gene, which means a lot of things to me taste really bitter. Well, God, raw kale, yeah. It's like, yeah. you might but as well. Like, but some people can eat kale, and it doesn't taste bitter to them at all because they don't really? have this gene. Weird. And so... I don't know. But and yeah. like like how cilantro to some people tastes like soap. It's just like a weird There is that, yeah. Thing. yeah. We yeah, we Melissa and I just don't really like it. it doesn't taste like soap. It tastes oh, like cilantro. I love but cilantro. It's Me too strong. Too. I like cilantro. Yeah, I Maybe put like one molecule per gallon. I made enchiladas last night cilantro. and I forgot to buy cilantro to put on top of it. But I was so sad cuz I love cilantro. Cilantro. Oh, my. Sweet Jesus. Take that home with you. I have a lot of Italian <laughs> parsley. Italian parsley. It's not the same oh. as the cilantro. No, I know. How do you say <laughs> parsley in Italian? Why are you guys doing like this? Eastern European accent. What is that? What? That's because they went to Prague. They, they, came, went to Prague. Prague. they yeah. came back with Eastern European accent. Yeah. Instead, yeah. Of yeah. Mosh, baby. Instead of calling it parsley, you have to call it pretzemolo. Pretzemolo. There pretzemolo. you go. I remember when Don Rickles used to do that to Frank Sinatra. Sinatra would start talking about being Italian on the Tonight Show or whatever. All of a sudden, Dominic is going, oh, yeah, Frank, you're Italian. That's right. Arabadandi <laughs> 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 Just 
just make up in Italian words. It was fantastic. Is that? Um, so in any case, back to the Hansons for just one second. Oh yeah. Apparently now they're racist and oh, blah yeah, blah blah. I had blah. something to say, and I've. Completely, I know you had something to say. I was I've waiting. Completely forgot. But here's what I love: somebody <laughs> somebody overreacted to the point. They bought the New York Empire State license plate. Mm, nope. <laughs> Mm. Instead of mm bop, yeah. it's mm nope. It's a good way to show nope. that you don't think for yourself and follow fads. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the whole. Aren't we getting to the point now where we're a little sick of everybody talking about how horrible honkies are? Social mania is, go- is going to keep up all of this stuff because it's, oh, yeah. it, yep. it's, it's grand bandwagons and people just love jumping on them. But they don't like have to Joining for mobs it. because it makes yep. them feel powerful oh. and it makes them feel accepted. Absolutely. I remember what I was going to say. So, I had this conversation with Dan a while ago when all of the um, social justice stuff exploded in springtime. And I was like, I think, that a, I think that a lot of people don't think about it as much. And then something happens, mm-hmm. like George Floyd. And then they're like, I haven't been doing enough. I need to do more. And yeah. then they get, like, super carried away. For a few months, and then they kind of, like, level... I mean, yes, some people continuously are, you know... Well, the stupid ones. Whatever. But I think a lot of people, they just think, like, I haven't been doing enough, and I need to do more, and I need to show that I support whatever and love everyone and blah, 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 blah. And so they get, like, all freaked out. And I related it... the dictionary definition of zealotry. And I related it to when you're a teenage girl and you're allowed mm. to wear makeup for the first couple of times oh God, yeah. and you look like a clown yeah, person because yeah, you don't true. know what you're just like I can wear it uh, I'm going to wear <laughs> all the colors and the sparkles and the yeah. blue mascara and <laughs> glitter mm-hmm. yeah. eyebrows it's like ridiculous because you just are like so excited about being able to do something and you're like learning something new right. but then after Putting on makeup a few times, you learn, like, oh, it's really not, not like, I don't know. Yeah. And so I related it to that, just being, like, it's a new, exciting experience for a lot of people. And so they just get, like, carried away. And then after a while, most people calm down. So you're saying it's new and exciting for them not to be a racist? Not to Honestly, not no, jump on the bandwagon. Not, yeah. Like, of social just, media. Just to think mostly. that they're actually doing something effective when normally they wouldn't have really thought about it that much. But they're like, I have to show that I care. Yeah, and the keyboard warriors are the ones that, you know, it's so obvious what you think because people are checking your page and and saying and responding to your altruistic ideals in the world. Well, and it's like, as we were saying with the Harry Styles thing, Everybody needs to comment on everything. Mm-hmm. Instead, of, like I on my Instagram, there's a lot of people on there that post things one way or the other about, you know, like Donald Trump has all the evidence he needs to reveal all mm-hmm. this voter fraud and just oh, you wait. God, and then whatever. I have other people that are like drinking the tears of conservatives <laughs> kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. God. And I just I just and <laughs> yeah. I just mute uh. them. I don't say anything. I, I just mute them. Yeah, I'm like, I don't them. need to see this. Yeah, don't engage. They're not going to. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't matter. No. Me saying like, well, this is really disrespectful. Yeah. Like, they don't, they know. They don't, they care. don't care. So no. why even Why say do they anything? want other people to be in pain? That's the part I don't they're understand. They're not thinking that far in advance. No, all they're, they're thinking about is all the likes that they're getting. Yep. They're ruining people's lives. Makes me lives. feel good. That's, so it's good. Doesn't matter. 
The story about the Hansons. It's because it's not real. It's not the real world. Well, it's so the they social, don't care. It's the social it equivalent the of world. getting into like meth or heroin. It, it feels good now. Yeah, exactly. So damn the future. Yeah. Yeah. Once like the again, makeup thing. It's just like, wee! You can threaten me on social media all you want because I'm not going to punch you in the face because you're at home and I don't know your real and name I and I have no idea live. who you are. <laughs> right? So you can run your mouth all you want. You'd never do that to me in person. No way. No. So that's the other thing. They're a bunch of candy Unless they were in a mob. If they're in a mob, oh, they will. Oh, if they're in a mob, then they'll then beat they the will. piss then out of you. Then they'll come to get you. Catherine runs, runs your mouth off at you all the time. <laughs> she does. I've noticed that. Pardon me? You're, you're, <laughs> you're an absolute saint for living I am a saint. A saint, a saint for living with this. 100% accurate. Oh, my God. St. Tom is what we're talking here. <laughs> no, I just, I, 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 wow. the part that I don't understand is, so we've learned no lessons at all about uh, interracial correspondence and and dialogue. Interracial I think some. I just, we don't have just last night there was this commercial on about it's amazing tele, telephones. Right. And two white people are walking with their phone, and all of a sudden the black woman comes walking with the phone, and she's like shucking and jiving because oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm yeah. like, yeah. what? <laughs> See, if I were black, I'd be pissed off at that. I know. It's like maybe she could be, be on a business call. Maybe she's not, you know, just. Mm-hmm. It was just like. I know. It's they way still over have the all top. these crazy little stereotypes, even though yep. they're being inclusive. I they know. still have to, like, do these weird little things. It just, I don't know, drives me crazy. So, the other question I do have is you've had 55 years since the Civil Rights Act, and you've done nothing? See, I think we've come quite a ways from when I was a little boy at 13 years old. We've come a long way, but according to most people on, on the media, we haven't stepped one inch toward a better world. And I just don't see how you think it's okay to attack somebody for their skin color. It's never been a good idea, and it's never going to be a good idea. Why is it okay for you to do that now? Because they're the majority? doesn't matter. I mean, super pale people are fun to make fun of. Yeah, I mean, like Johnny Winter, you know, like albinos. You can go after them. Yeah, they're fair game. I'm sure you can't call them albinos anymore. No, it is. It's because they have albinism. Oh, albinism is the So they are albinos. So they are Pigment challenged? I don't know. Pigmentally challenged? (laughs) Did you know that if you have an albino child, you have a 25% of chance of having more albino children. Like, any child that you have has 25% chance of having albinism. Yeah, it's a carrier gene. Yeah. Where is this high. Where is this gene from? There must be, like, a region that it It's just like from. any genetic like disorder. Any, yeah, Scandinavia. Everybody's white up there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder. Johnny Winter and Edgar yeah. Winter are both albinos. Odd. Oh, yeah. I mean, brothers. because I'm yeah, guessing that are, their yeah. skin cancer. Well, I mean, both, it's probably both healthy. parents have to have the gene. Oh, really? Oh, and then well, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's one of 25%. It's pretty yeah. straightforward. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's both parents square. Yeah. Hmm? That's why you and Andy are so cool, because Mom and I both have the cool With the 25% chance yeah, right. of being cool. <laughs> like, Andy and I both <laughs> carry the gene for, Groovy. oh, God, what is it that Finn... Brittany's nephew has. Finn he can't Brittany. process protein. P. We do? Yeah. Fennel nudicurinarlian. Yeah, oh, yes. I can't no. think of what it's called. That's the condition. He can't process protein. Like Fennel ketonuria. How do you live without protein? No, and he can't. He, it's very difficult. He can, you know, he you, can have certain types of protein right. and only a little bit at a time. Like he has oh. to drink these shakes and then he can't eat anything with protein in it. You, you can't have, once in a while so you can't have too much phenylalanine, which is yeah. in all protein but in different amounts. Yeah, so he has to drink these specific shakes. But Andy and I carry the gene for that. So if Melissa we do. I don't had think that. I do. Yeah, we both do. It's in our 
thingy. It is? Yeah. Where'd you get that? You got that from your mother? I don't know. You Neither of you has taken it. Really? First thing is, anyway, is find someone to blame. Anyway. That's right. So, Dan doesn't have that gene, but if he did, our kids would have would be likely one of them to... 25%. Yeah, to get that. Hmm. we got to take a break. we got to come back. Odds. Because Kristen Burt is going to join us right after... Mm, nope. No, it's oh We'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. 